Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Now on to some shout-outs. Wilhelmina from Edmonton shared an incredible drawing that I posted to the Kid Stories Instagram. Wilhelmina, I think if you were a character on the podcast, you would be a raven wizard who can turn into a raven and fly high above your kingdom to keep watch on everything. Thanks for listening, Wilhelmina. And Reese from Asheville, North Carolina, enjoys the stories. Reese, I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be the master of the Rough Rough Dojo, where you train dogs to be expert ninjas. Thanks for listening, Reese. Today's episode is titled Space Shipwreck Part 3. Ben and Emmeline followed their new robot friend, Randy, down a brightly lit hallway. Even though this mining facility had been abandoned years ago, The solar panels still provided power to everything. It was quiet. Barnaby and Roscoe panted, following close to Randy, still quite curious about the old robot. Ben and Emmeline were also quite curious. They believed that Randy was not infected with the robot virus that made all the other bots crazy, but they didn't trust that he was going to be a great help to them. He was old, a bit banged up, and he did not seem too bright as far as robots go. But he was all the help they had for now, and maybe they could find what they needed together. They nervously crept through a couple hallways until they reached a large, closed door. The door had a window, and Randy walked right up to peek inside. The fuel cells are in this room, buddy, Randy said. On the wall, they're on the other side of the room. The fuel cells are stacked up there. Do you see? Ben and Emmeline poked their faces up to the window on either side of Randy. The room was some kind of recharging room, where they would bring in fuel cells to fix and recharge. The kids saw, on the other side of the room, stacks of all kinds of fuel cells. Most of them were about the size of a shoebox with a handle on top. And, scattered all throughout the room, were security bots black and red bots with blasters built into their arms and blasters on their helmets and blasters probably hidden all over their robot bodies. All the security bots were standing perfectly still, their heads down and their lights off. 
It's full of guard bots, whispered Ben. There's, there's probably like 20 of them in there. Why are all their heads down like that? Asked Emmeline. The security robots are in charging mode, said Randy. Ben and Emmeline thought for a moment. They now noticed the heavy-duty cords running from each robot and into a plug built right into the floor. Can they see us right now? Asked Ben. Like, if we walked right in there, would they wake up? Security bots will wake up from charging mode by loud noises or when they are bumped or when they are fully charged, said Randy. Ben and Emmeline looked at each other. The thought of creeping through that room right next to all those security bots was pretty scary. But if they could just sneak over there quietly without touching a bot, then they would only need one more thing to get them off this planet and back home. We can do it, said Emmeline. We, we just have to be super careful. We can walk around all the robots and grab some fuel cells and walk right back. No problem. Yeah, agreed Ben. I can even see the fuel cells that we need right back there on top of that table. The two looked through the little square glass window. What they needed was right there on the other side of the room. They could see it. And the security bots were as still as statues. Okay, whispered Ben. Let's do it. Randy slowly pulled on the door handle, and it opened without a sound. Ben and Emmeline stepped in the room so carefully, so slowly. They tiptoed out among the security bots, being sure to stay as far away from them as possible. The dogs, sensing the tension, stayed close to Ben and Emmeline. Normally it would take them ten seconds to walk across the room to where the fuel cells were stacked, but going so slow it took them nearly fifteen minutes. They reached the stacks and each grabbed two fuel cells. Ben and Emmeline turned and looked out among the room full of silent security bots, visually plotting their course back to the door they'd come from across the room. As Ben scanned the room again, he noticed something tragic. No! Roscoe, no! Ben whispered as loud as a whisper can be. Emmeline looked in that direction and noticed the same thing. Roscoe was lifting his leg right next to a robot, preparing to tinkle on it. They were pretty confident that Dog P would definitely wake up one of these robots. Roscoe, no, 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 no. Come here, boy. Come here, Roscoe. Ben and Emmeline desperately tried to get Roscoe to come to them. They considered rushing to Roscoe and grabbing him and pulling him toward the door, but they were both too scared of bumping into one of the sleeping robots. And it happened. They couldn't stop it. And it made sense. You know, the dogs had been inside lurking around for a while now, and they were probably thirsty, hungry, and in need of a walk. And Roscoe couldn't wait. He peed all over this robot's leg. And at first, nothing happened. Randy, Ben, and Emmeline stood silent, hoping that it would somehow not wake up the robot. But then the robot's eyes lit up red. It looked around, scanning the room, and it locked on to Ben and Emmeline. It looked right at them. A red light shone from the robot's shoulder and scanned Ben and Emmeline. They were terrified, hoping that if they remained completely still, they would go undetected. But these security robots were far too advanced to be tricked. The red light flashed upon Ben and Emmeline, scanning them from head to toe. Humans, a robot voice shouted. Intruders! Humans! Intruders! 
The robot began walking toward them now, and other robots throughout the room began waking up. Red eyes flashed all around, and chants of, Humans! Intruders! echoed throughout the room. The path between them and the door was now filled with waking robots. This way, said Randy. They will attack us. Ben and Emmeline turned and saw Randy running to the back of the room, where there was a different door. Roscoe, Barnaby, come, yelled Ben as they all ran to follow after Randy. As they made their escape, red laser blasts zapped the walls in front of them as the robots opened fire. Once they were all through the door, Ben slammed it shut behind them. Loud pings and pops rang out through the hallway as more lasers hit the closed door behind them. The hallway they were in now offered few options. It was straight and led to another door. That was it. They rushed to the next door and frantically barreled into the room. Everyone looked around for a way out, but there was nothing, just shelves of supplies and junk laying around. Randy, where are we? asked Emmeline. I do not feature maps of this facility, answered Randy. I do not know where we are, and I have never been here before, buddy. A loud explosion rang out. Ben ran and looked out the little window in the door. Oh man, they blew up that other door. Uh, they're marching down the hallway to this one, he said. Laser fire hit the door making loud popping and pinging sounds. Wait, 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 look over here, said Emmeline. It's, it's like a waste shooter or a trash thing. Ben turned and saw Emmeline open a small door near the floor. It was about half the size of a regular door. The two looked inside. They couldn't see too far into the darkness, but what they could see was clearly a chute or, or a, a slide. Oh, this must be where they toss out old broken stuff or trash or whatever, said Ben. He turned to Randy. Hey, we gotta go down here, okay? I think it's our only way out. I agree, said Randy. Come along now, doggies. Time to go. Randy wasted no time. He clunked over to the opening, sat on his bottom, and pushed himself out of sight down into the darkness. They heard his metal body clanging as it slid down into some unknown place. Emmeline took a couple little dog treats from her pocket and tossed them down into the waste chute. Roscoe and Barnaby quite hungry by now, eagerly leaped after the yummy snacks. Emmeline turned and noticed Ben tinkering with one of the fuel cells they grabbed. What are you doing? she asked. I'm removing the failsafe and setting it to overcharge, said Ben. Hopefully it'll explode just as the security bots breach the door. Fuel cell bomb, good idea, said Emmeline, and we'll still have three cells left. Ben finished tinkering with the fuel cell, and the two siblings climbed into the opening. The metal slide was polished smooth, and the two slid down into the unknown darkness. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and such to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And check out patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast for hours more fun. Adios.